Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? Before the intro fired, uh, Christine looked at me and she was like, uh, I need this week to be over. I'm dragging. I'm <laughs> oh dragging. my gosh. And even though, as far as this week goes, last night was the earliest I fell asleep. Yeah. Today's the most tired I felt all week. Yeah. You look like you're, uh, you don't like, I hate it when people say you look tired because you're like, oh, do I look oh, bad? Like, I yeah. know. I hate I that too. Crappy. But <laughs> you, you look fried. Yesterday, I thought she was high. But she was just really tired. Like, that's how, like, your eyes were just red and lazy. seriously, for a second there, considered calling and be like, I, I, I don't think I can come in. <laughs> you would have been like, yeah, right. I'd be like, suck it up, camper. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're, you're coming in. You or- know, you know the, that, like... You, you contemplate that extra 10 minutes of sleep. Is it worth losing my job over? Yeah. <laughs> Staying in bed, being warm, keeping my eyes shut? Hey, give me give me at least an overnight's notice so I can yeah. at least bring Alicia in. Alicia's always been the backup. She's yeah. a, right. well, I, I had her as a backup for a year once. Mm-hmm. Liter- literally, it was a year yeah. while we were looking for someone because I'm picky. That's when Connie and I weren't together, obviously. Connie of Connie and Fish. Connie passed away earlier this year. Christine is now full-time on the show. Hello. We'll see if she makes it for a couple to months. seven o'clock. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. She's talking about seven o'clock. He's like oh. a couple of months. Oh, my God. Well, this definitely will wake you up. Let's do the ride-in song right now on Mix 95.7. There you go. Love you, Connie. Connie and Fish, Mix 95.7. Just mbop the the... the Mbop story of Connie and Fish when we went on this road trip, and she made me play it over, and she was like, "You loved it." No, I liked it, that song the first <laughs> few times, and then it was, it was just terrible. It was after you know any song. I I don't know like, there's no song I've been able to play over and over and over again, and I could play over and over and over again all the time. Like, oh, I some, have those. Do you? Oh you yeah. Have, what's one? Um, so I'll go. Christine likes to make lists when we ask. Yeah, for one. no. So I'll go with the last one that I kind of just kept listening to over and over again. It was two. It was uh, "Be Kind" by Halsey and Marshmallow. Okay. And then the other one was "Wait" by Maroon Five. This is a perfect example of what I was just talking about. I said, "What's one?" But those were the last two I kept putting on repeat. <laughs> is it a girl thing? What? I'm not I, by any means. But yeah, is uh, that you can just do that? I don't know. I wonder if that's a, a lady thing. If there's dudes that can do that. Steve, can you play a song over and over again? Like literally, we're gonna put you in a car. You're gonna drive 12 hours, and you're gonna play a song over and over again. I think I know what your song is. I'm gonna guess here in a minute. If, oh, you won't be able to guess. Oh, I, I already know. Can I make a guess? Let's hear it. You guys would never have heard the song before. It's this one. Sure. <laughs> it's a sandstorm. <laughs> 
too sexy no. for my shirt. <laughs> too sexy for my shirt. This, this is, is you. This, no, this yes, is this is exactly song. me. Oh, yeah. Oh, shh. I could, if I were going to play one over and over again, maybe, but no. Like, mbop, like, I swear, at least 70 times. You still can, or just no, that, that was particular Connie's. road trip? That oh, was okay. Connie's. Yeah, like, she could just over and over again. Yeah. Just non Stop. This one, though, I had a friend that uh, used to work at a radio station, and he locked himself into the booth, and he played this. His name's Johnny, and he played this over and over again for, like, 24 hours. He needed to give himself a confidence boost. Right? Yeah. yeah. No, he was tired of the man bringing him down. It was a whole thing. It's called radio stunting, and they did a lot of it back in the day, and it was really funny, actually. But, yeah, it's uh, there's no song I could just do over and over and over again. No way. No yeah, way whatsoever. I, I've, I've definitely got a few. <laughs> yeah. And maybe it's, it's a lady thing. Maybe it is. I don't know. We'll hear maybe we'll hear from swabs. Or Sisters bips. with a brain, brothers swabs in pain. <laughs> yeah. Swabs and pips. God. Swabs and pips. And when it's cold out, watch your flips, flops, flip flops. Yes. Mm-hmm. Flip flops yeah, is no what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. Just... Cold. Okay, look, here's the deal. Here's what we're dealing with right now. I want you to imagine, if you can, and I know, Christine, you don't know where I'm going right now, but... In a world... (laughs) Where one woman lives alone, and there's not enough room in her drawers or closet of her relatively priced, undersized apartment, (laughs) she will invite someone into her home. But the question... The question is... What does she do before they get there? So here's what's happening. Christine is having a professional come into her house, and they are going to, like, they do this professionally. They are going to help her organize her stuff. Mm-hmm. Ooh. It's tidying. It's finally happening today. Good Lord. So it's been weeks, months, month, yeah. at least a, a month. month. Yeah. At least a month I've been hearing about this. They're going to come into her house. This, this woman's going to come into her house. So the woman shall be renamed, named, named, renamed, <laughs> remain nameless. <laughs> Darn it. Uh, and uh, she's going to come in her house and she's going to help you organize. But what does Christine do the day before someone comes over? This is exactly what Alicia would do. <laughs> Connie would have done. Eh, later in life, Connie wouldn't have done it as much as you probably did. Yeah. But you proceed to organize your house <laughs> and clean your house the day before the organizer and cleaner of your house is coming into your house. Yeah, which is literally the whole point. But I started getting super anxiety about it yesterday. Like, she has worked up behind the I scenes started, about like, this. I know when I'm... When I'm getting anxious, when I start pacing everywhere, yeah. all around the house, I just pace and walk back and forth. And I'm like, I oh my see God. That. Plus, <laughs> how many square feet is your apartment? What is it, about 1,000, 1,200? It's, it's less than that. Is it a two bedroom or one? It's a two bedroom. It's, yeah. it's probably almost 1,000, I would say. A single woman living alone in a two bedroom apartment. <laughs> okay. So I started pacing everywhere. And then I was like, oh my gosh, what should I, should I go through stuff? Should I clean this and it's then i actually said out loud i'm getting anxious about cleaning before my cleaning consultation so yeah and this isn't I, like she's hiring cleaners to do yeah. the baseboards this is this woman comes in and helps you and purge helps you purge your home yeah like she is a member of the click of six she has offered to help dan but dan doesn't need that dan needs somebody to help him sell all of connie's stuff mm-hmm 
So, I mean, you know, and then he's talking to stores and whatnot because a lot of local area businesses are curious about it. So, yeah. And if you want to get a hold of us, it's email, E M A I L, at Connieandfish.com if you're, you know, want to maybe do some of that with Connie's stuff. But because Connie has three times what Christine has. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's you know? a house. Yeah. And, <laughs> so, it, and it's yeah. in a house. Yeah. They could fill up 6,000 square foot home yeah. with what, what Dan's dealing with. So, anyway. Back to you. You're getting anxiety. Mm-hmm. Your little legs are walking back and forth across your apartment. <laughs> yeah. Her little itty bitty legs. And then I finally calmed down just a little. I ended up cleaning the bathroom, even though I don't think go. the bathroom is going to have anything to do with How my consultation. Do you have? Just one. You have one bathroom? Okay. I don't think it's going to have anything to do with this consultation today, but I was like, I need to clean something. <laughs> but you might have eaten spicy food in the last week or whatever, and it's probably a good idea to clean the bathroom, yeah. don't you think? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the only thing I understand that you cleaned yesterday, other than picking up your stuff a little bit, yeah. is the bathroom. Yeah. Specifically the sink, the toilet, and the countertop. Yeah, yeah, I did all that. Yeah. How long did it take you to clean the toilet? The toilet? I mean, you put the, what is it, the toilet cleaner? You let it sit for 10 minutes? Yeah. And then I actually cleaned the toilet all, all around yeah. it as it was sitting. So yeah, but it that's, you don't scrub minutes? it with a brush? Yeah, I do. But you let it sanitize for 10 minutes, yeah. and then you clean it. So it probably took 10 minutes. So here's the question. Did you actually look at your watch and clock 10 minutes? No. Okay, I was just curious. I'm like, were you that OCD yesterday? Because I just <laughs> check in in a couple hours and then just scrub away. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's so funny. It was yeah. a dude thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bathroom's done. Yeah, yep. squirt around the rim. And then come back in a couple hours. Done. Hmm. Well, I'm a I'm a I'm a clean toilet person anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Not like <laughs> he's looking at you. <laughs> no, nope, no someone behind, behind you. you. No, no, no blowout Bob. I'm talking about you. That's your new nickname, Blowout Bob. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a toilet joke. Never mind. Today's text question of the day is based off of Tuesday's Christineology. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Christineology is a new segment that we're doing. We'll do it again. We do it, we do it on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Today, specifically, it'll be, well, Tuesday and Thursday here on Mix 95.7, it's actually at about 7.20. Mm-hmm. So uh, Christineology will happen today right around 7.20. Then we'll play a song, then we'll do a Connie Fish Rewind. That's typically how it goes. Mm-hmm. Today's Christineology is about... We are going to hop into a time machine Ooh. and go back to the era of... Juicy purses, digital cameras, and okay. MySpace. <laughs> okay. I like the juicy sweatpants because it said juicy on the butt. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is Christine's chance to just go. And this is the first one I know nothing about before we go into it. Yeah. Like, because she's been like, hey, what do you think of this idea? Because we're as we workshop it, if you will. Anyway, Tuesday's Christineology is what leads us to today's text question of the day. It was a little unique. As, as I think it was a little bit unique. It was very uh, honest. Gut, gutsy of her to do it. Yeah, honest is a good one. Today's text question of the day. What about your job do you have to do, but don't feel like doing it most of the time? Like, what? what is something that in your job that you have to do and you don't feel like doing it most of the time? Are you keeping the same answer? Oh, yeah, which was blogging or writing articles for our website. Yeah. And it's not that I hate it. There's genuinely stuff I enjoy writing. But you have to do it, though. I have to do it. It feels yeah. like homework. I have to do it every single day, no every matter what. Thursday into Friday, I have to take out the garbage, right? Because the garbage <laughs> person's coming. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I literally am like, ugh, garbage. And I'm done in 
two minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's you when you have to do something, mm-hmm. it makes it tougher. Yeah. So what about your job do you have to do, but you don't feel like doing it most of the time? Steve, are you going to have a different answer today? Yes, I am going to have a different answer. Because originally you had said getting up and just going to work. I yeah. Think. Yeah. <laughs> the right. old job thing. Just the concept of job. Funny, lots of people answered that way when they uh, messaged in. Oh, that. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, that's already starting to roll in, uh-huh. isn't it? What do you got, Steve? Uh, mine is actually po- making the graphic for and posting the text question of the day every night on social media. That's, that's funny. <laughs> and that's because. That is hilarious. I do it like it, it only takes a couple of minutes to do. But the thing is, is that I do it during the day in between when I have time, when I'm looking after the kids randomly yeah. throughout the day. Yeah, Steve and Brittany are starting to get really fried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I'll, it, if I sat down and had uh, just all the time in the world to do it, it would take like five minutes. Yeah. But the fact that I'm looking after kids while I'm doing it, it takes like an hour and a half. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> On our Connie and Fish social media every overnight, you know, you will you can see the text question of the day early. Mm-hmm. And Steve does do those memes. Now, before Izzy, the memes were very... They were they were of a higher quality. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. I'm just kidding. They still look good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It's actually the same exact style. It's no. Steve works really hard on that stuff. He's very particular. So, what about your job? Text and message via that. By the way, you are going to be anonymous. What about your job? Do you have to do, but you don't feel like doing it most of the time? I don't even remember what I did yesterday, let alone my answer from a few days ago. Oh, I remember. What was it? That you. Even though you think the music that we play is fun, you'd rather we spend oh, more yeah. time talking. More, yeah, I'd like to do talk. Mm-hmm. I prefer that's that's my whole talk career. Radio, talk radio. Yeah. yeah. So I'll remove that. Okay. And I will say very happily, what about your job? Do you have to do, but you don't feel like doing it most of the time? Meetings with management. Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, here's the deal. Uh, I've had managers that I've loved. I've had managers that I've hated. It doesn't matter whether I love or hate them. Yeah. It's just meetings. Yeah. I don't care what it's about because I know when I walk in there, 95% of the time, I'm going to leave doing something that I don't necessarily want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fact. There are some things I like to do and some things I don't like to do. For example, we have a new salesperson in our building. She's going to be sitting behind the scenes in our show for a little bit to learn more about this show and the way we work as we get to know her. I'm cool with that. She seems like a nice person. That's fine. She might go on the air. She might not. We'll see. My manager, my boss, my boss's boss, actually, Mm -hmm. has asked that she come in for like a week. That's not going to (laughs) happen because that's going to throw a curveball on a new show too much. It's too much. But I'm definitely giving her more time than, let's say, Connie and I would. Yeah. uh, Because Connie and I really liked a closed environment. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Just our own little world. So what about your job do you have to do, but you don't feel like doing most of the time? Meetings with management? Fact. But who isn't like that? Yeah. I I mean, if if there is someone that's like, if you say, if you answer right now, Ah, I love meeting with my boss. Then you're probably hooking up with them. Yeah. <laughs> Don't there's you agree? no other explanation. No, there's nothing else. You're not friends with him. You're not having a beer with him or her. You're 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 probably hooking up with her or him, depending on what your preference is. Want to have a conversation here about a sweet sweet lady by the name of Jennifer Lopez? So, 
Jennifer Lopez has been with A-Rod, Alex Rodriguez, for quite some time. Earlier this, well, last weekend, actually, we learned that they might be breaking up. And literally, there were massive amounts of emails behind the scenes of our industry about these two breaking up. And I'm like, really? Is it that? I mean, it just didn't work out. That's fine. Like, But they're like, oh, my God, this is good. This is huge. This blah, blah, blah. Well, earlier this week, Alex Rodriguez flew to the Dominican Republic because many people speculated that the problems with their relationship wasn't some lady from some reality show or whatever, whoever that lady is. It actually was the distance that they were with each other for so long during the pandemic. Ah. J-Lo and Ella, A-Rod, they were with each other for so long during the pandemic that the time apart shocked their system. Well, A-Rod flies out there and sees J-Lo, and of course the paparazzi are all over them. I stayed at a resort once that J-Lo stayed at. She was on the other side of the resort in the fancy real? protected area. Yeah, it's in Mexico. It's okay. called uh, the, the Casitos Bayo Royale. And she was in the $10,000 a week of portion. Of course she was. Well, I mean, that's nothing, right? And <laughs> yeah, it's, it's more J-Lo. protected. You have your own little private pool. But they said, oh, yeah, we sell those if you want to see the one J-Lo stayed in. So we took a tour, Alicia yeah. and I did. We would never, couldn't even afford it, the one they wanted. But just wanted to see it. It was yeah. super cool. So anyway. She's in the Dominican Republic at her place mm-hmm. with A-Rod. Here's a picture, Christina, the two of them hanging out on her patio from the paparazzis, okay? Yeah. See how they're looking like they're having a conversation right there. Yeah. And just, oh, we're having fun. And there's J-Lo pointing to somebody, and there's A-Rod in his little outfit, and then he's pointing at somebody, probably photographers, who knows. And here they are kissing. There they are. Oh, making man. out right there. See, so, they're, so they're good. So uh, the, what's going on is people are saying they're fine. They just needed that time together as far as your J-Lo A-Rod update. Mm-hmm. However, look at this last photo. Right there, they're getting ready to kiss. Yeah. This is the last photo. See what they're doing? What are they doing right there, Christine? They're reading all the articles. No, no, like, uh, what the, are they looking at? Like, they're looking at the They're looking at a laptop right now sitting at a table, and they both have very serious looks on their face. So that's why I'm saying they're going through and reading all the nope. the trash articles about them. Actually, drone footage caught the back end of this, and they were FaceTiming that woman from the reality show that A-Rod was apparently <laughs> hooking up with. It's actually true. They actually were FaceTiming yeah, her. Right. Apparently, they're all great friends, and they're going to smash. There we they're going to smash faces. A thruple, which yeah. means three people, but not two. <laughs> yes. In case you didn't know what a thruple was. The would more you, you know. Would you be part of a thruple? Heck no. I'll bet you I could convince you to be part of a thruple. No. Really? No. What if, who's your favorite celebrity dude? Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. What if Leonardo DiCaprio married Rihanna and they asked <laughs> they you. They are friends. <laughs> they asked you to be part of their thruple. No. You would say no to them? Yeah, right. You are so full of it. Just admit that I nailed it. Just say it. Go ahead. Uh, Come on, you do it. You totally I would do it. I don't know. They're like, you. we want you to be part of our thruple. We're going to give you an allowance. We're going to move you out to where we are. You're so fun. We'll just hang out. Rihanna's like, we'll go shopping. Okay, Pick- I'm sold. There it is. That's all it took. If it means I get to go through Rihanna's closet, I'm sold. Yeah, I think you know, I don't think that's the only thing of Rihanna's you want to go through. Yeah, that's a euphemism. Yeah, yeah. I think that's definitely one of them there UFO things. Uh, I think that's a UFO thing for sure. Yeah. Text question of the day. What about your job do you have to do, but uh, you don't feel like uh, doing most of the time? For Christine, it's 
conversating on the website, mm-hmm. which is blogging. Uh, for me, uh, it's the uh, a lot of the meetings with management. I, I was, you know, I, basically that's really my big one. I like to just kind of have fun and do this, and uh, t- typically meetings with management aren't fun. And Steve just posting that text question of the day meme overnight on our social media really just taxes him. It's very it exhausting. Does. Drags it, me down. It really yeah, it brings him down. Like it really yeah, it makes you makes you sleepy. Life sucks for you. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> well, I actually wouldn't want your life. I was telling Alicia about your life the other <laughs> yes, day. What? With two kids oh, and how beautiful two girls. How exhausted you are, good lord. All right, uh, let's learn he, some he stuff. I learned something today. Wait, sorry. <laughs> Every sorry. time I learn Oh, nothing. I was just saying he reads her your journals. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Don't worry about it, Steve. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What, what did you, you learn? learn? Uh, the U.S. Forest, Forest Service called uh, created Smokey the Bear in 1944 after their deal ran out with Disney. They used to use Bambi on their forest fire prevention posters, and they lost Aww. their deal with Disney, so they created Smokey the Bear. As far as Disney goes, uh, Disney originally passed on The Little Mermaid. Huh. They thought the plot uh, conflicted too much with another movie they were planning. It was the sequel to the movie Splash, which has Daryl Hannah and Tom Hanks, where she is a mermaid. Oh, yeah. And can walk outside of water. Obviously, Disney changes their mind, and The Little Mermaid is one of their biggest movies. Yep. Uh, Maine made it illegal to put tomatoes in clam chowder in 1939. That's weird. Wait, read that again? Maine made it illegal to put tomatoes in clam chowder in 1939. Yeah, red clam chowder is gross. <laughs> That's disgusting. That's so weird. You will not put your tomatoes in your clam chowder. Yeah. Yeah. Got white sauce. Apparently, they're big on that. 76 colleges. Today is the big uh, March Madness really kicks into gear today. Yes, it does. Bracketology. Yeah, Four playing games. Yeah. So 76 colleges whose, sport, uh, whose sports team nickname is the Eagles. There are 76 of them. Wow. The Eagles. Tigers, second most common colleges. 46 schools and bulldogs 40 schools i knew the bulldogs one was way up there yeah yeah i think there's three bulldogs in the tournament this year do you know the uh well do you know the mascot to your college still obviously michigan state university you both grew well, i grew up there but you both went to college there mm-hmm. central michigan university chip was i think it still is yep yeah uh but uh I think that's where I met Connie, actually, was at Central Michigan University. A place Connie and I always wanted to go was Iceland. Me too. You would like to go to Iceland? Yes. Okay, well, Iceland, if you ever lived there, and then you got knocked up and plump with baby, mm-hmm. there are a list, an official list of legal baby names in Iceland, and you cannot break the list. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. There are 1,853 female names, 1,712 male names. You need government permission to give a kid a name that's not on the list. That is crazy. Now, why do you think they do that? There is a method to their madness in Iceland. Again, a list of legal baby names. Why do you think they do that? To keep their culture? I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of, yeah. You're both right. Christine was right first. The point (laughs) of the list is to preserve the Icelandic language. Mm -hmm. So... It's more or less the culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Icelandic language, which I'm like, do you, s- I didn't even know there was an Icelandic language. Yeah. You should have known like, that. Is it like the, the Nordic it, It's Swedish? a very Nordic sounding yeah. one. Like, like the, the Swedish stuff kind of yeah. stuff. I'm leaving in Iceland. <laughs> oh yeah, I love that voice, man. Text question of the day, Christine. We're going to do that this morning at 840. You can text in or message via the app. 
Free download in your app store, Mix 95.7 Grand Rapids. And today's question is, what about your job do you have to do but don't feel like doing most of the time? Christine's uh, answer, right, you know, originally was the uh, the blogging on the website. Mm-hmm. But uh, Are you changing it for me? I feel like it, it, it should just be coming in today. <laughs> Like, yeah, you right? realize that you're about Today, a foot away from the microphone right now. Today in like, particular, She's still yes. a foot away. There. No, I'm not. I'm not a foot away. It feels like a foot. There we go. Now <laughs> right I in front you. of my face. Sorry. Okay, anyway, you were saying? Uh, yes. Today in particular, that would probably be my answer. But in general, I'm going with writing articles on our website. Am I wrong? Is she more like this right now? No. I'm, she's like I'm literally, literally like two or three front. inches away from oh. it, Max. <laughs> from this angle, I'm like... Your levels are different than normal. I have you down to a science. I literally could set your levels in, in the blind. Anyway, yeah, today she's dragging. Like, she didn't want to be here. Mm-mm. Yes. I haven't even done anything wrong, and she's giving me dirty looks all day. Call her Game just... of Thrones, because she's dragging. Yeah. Because <laughs> they have dragons in Game of Thrones. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. Go drink like six cups of coffee, girl, because we got some stuff to talk about, all right? Let's do it. Okay, so uh, let's start with this newborn baby. This is really incredible. So this comes out of Florida. Two doctors say it was in Palm Beach, Florida, where the first baby was born with antibodies already in it. Wow. Because mommy... Got the vaccination. To our knowledge, uh, this was the first in the world that was reported of a baby being born with antibodies after a vaccination. Further studies have to determine how long this protection will last. They have to determine at what level of protection or how many antibodies does a baby need to have circulating in order to give them protection. Is this the world's first soup? For baby, <laughs> like the baby was born. So the mom is a frontline worker. She yeah. got her vaccination in January, good to go. Baby's born three weeks later with antibodies. Is it a super baby because of the vaccination? Because that's one of it's the things so about fascinating. Well, these vaccinations, like flu shots, Christine. You know, like it's it's essentially the same thing. I know there's more science to it science man who just rolled his eyes at me through the glass window <laughs> but essentially the same thing so these people are getting these vaccinations and i have been fascinated by like if you are like i have a friend who's pregnant and i can't say who it is because they haven't told their family yet it's me it's Steve. <laughs> we're having a third kid uh you just started a rumor you know that right I know, okay I'm not. yeah steve's not pregnant his wife is no, no, she's, she's not. not either. No, she's not either. <laughs> but anyway, I've been fascinated. Like, can you get the vaccination if you have a baby in you? You know, like, what will it? Are there long-term effects on the baby? And everybody said no. And my friend talked to a doctor and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. But this baby in Florida was born with antibodies, and it's got to be because mom got the vaccination. Yeah. So like soaked into the baby in my belly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because that's where babies are made. Yeah. So think about that. Think about that, though. I'm really curious like, to see, because I'm assuming they'll keep up and see, uh, may follow up to see how long the antibodies last. Just oh, I'm sure they will. Yeah, I'm really curious to see how this plays out. It's my, all very fascinating to me. My mother loved, my mother was a larger woman, not mm-hmm. just in the chest area, but she wasn't, like, fat by any means. Yeah. But And she wasn't, like, thick, but she was, like, right in the middle, because my family is a family of no butts. <laughs> so my mother actually uh, loved... Hamburgers and cheeseburgers. 
when she was pregnant with me. Mm-hmm. And it must have soaked into me like the antibodies that did to this That makes total baby. sense. That's, I mean, that's, I think that's science. I yeah. Mean, wow. You know what? You're Slug a biologist. <laughs> At least she's faking it nicely. At least she's not slamming me. Steve is a little cutthroat today. Wow. Good Lord. He's in savage mode. He is. Good sweet Jesus. You turn that mic on. All right, savage. All right, Steve. Let's see if you can pick on this family. Steve. Somebody in North Carolina recently uh, randomly found out, uh, found some World War II medals in a dumpster. Belonged to a guy named Donald who died in 1993. His kids were thrilled to find out because they had no idea Donald was a war hero. Seriously. She had no idea her fa- what her father did in the military. They've never seen pictures, never seen any of this. And they're all in their 70s and 80s. How this got into a dumpster in the city of Hickory area, nobody knows. It could have just been you know, left in the trash. But now this family can maybe have some closure, some uh, answers that they didn't know about. He was a hero. Yeah, this guy was like a, not just a hero, he was a superhero. Uh, he, uh, flew almost 30 flights in enemy territory, never talked about it. Turned out he received a bronze star, a flying cross, and a thank you letter from the president of the United States, President Truman. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, they found out an American Legion official named, uh, Jeff Truitt tracked the family down. That's the one that was talking. Yeah. So, I think about it and I'm like, I wonder if there was like a military hero in my family and that I don't know about, right? I know that I'm deeply, if you run the, my, uh, the biology of my family down to many, many years ago, there was a very world-famous gunslinger, Christine, that I am related to. Oh, yeah. Was, uh, Billy the Kid? Yes. Yeah. Billy the Kid. Is, that's, uh, have you done any ancestry thing to find out no. if that was true? No, because I don't, I don't, I, you know what? You're my dad. And I have 5,000 bucks. <laughs> and then I'm all excited Fish thinking I... really worried he has a child no, out there. No, I, I would love to have a child out there. Alicia and I have talked about that before. Like, hey, what I w- hope one shows up at your door. <laughs> yeah. We actually did have that conversation. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, and uh, I would love that. But I just, like, then I'd get all excited, and then I'm loaning this kid money, you know, because kid's like 20 or whatever. Yeah. Or 15 or whatever. I'm loaning the kid money, and it's not even my kid. As I'm waiting for a DNA test, and it was a giant scam. I ain't getting scammed with my fake kid. It ain't happening. But then I'm like, Billy the Kid, did my grandpa do anything? No, he worked in a factory in England. Mm-hmm. And then my other grandpa, I don't really know what he did. He could have been a spy, but I doubt it. He was really too short. <laughs> I don't think he could have been a spy. He was a really short, short man. And then my dad definitely wasn't. Child psychologist, no way. My dad, my dad, no. So then I'm like, what about you guys? Do you think your family did some weird stuff that you don't know about? Hmm. I I will ask my parents today and find out because that is really interesting. Now see, now you're locked in on that, aren't you? Yeah. Because you're like, well, maybe maybe somebody in your family is a war hero, or maybe you have ancestry like me, Billy the Kid, world famous gunslinger. I am gonna ask my parents today. Yeah. Any I know cool my stories. I know my family was uh, bean farmers back in the old country. The bean old farmers? country. What, what, what yeah, do you what mean? is yeah. the old country? Oh, the wait. old country. It's uh, my family's from like the border between um, Hungary and uh, and Germany. Oh, oh, really? And Bonner actually means bean farmer. No way. Yeah, in Hungarian. So your name is really Steve or, like, Bean Farmer. Bean monger or something like bean that. Bean monger. Yeah. yeah, bean seller. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's pretty exciting. What kind stuff. of beans? I don't know exactly. Oh. Whatever they grow over there. <laughs> that really? is so cool. 
Are you serious? Yeah, I love learning stuff like this. Yeah, there's an old village that has a bunch of old graves with the Bonners like from way back in the day. Are you really excited you for totally Steve right now? You totally need to visit the old country, Yeah, Steve. I do. My dad and my uh, grandpa have both been there. Can you call it the old country <laughs> if it's not Italy? <laughs> yeah, of course you can. Any European country is the I old country. I think the old country is Italy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go visit the old country. I thought that's why I started playing this when yeah. you were talking about it. I'm like, do well, I seem Italian? You do. Really? Oh, right. I don't think so. Your daughter, has, your daughter, you daughter looks good looking. very Italian <laughs> with her thick hair. Weird. Mm, yeah. I recognize your daughter. She looks a lot like my friend. That's all I can say about it. Forget like about that. it. You don't like it? Yeah, Steve gets very nervous when I imply that his child is not his. So... We're going to do Christinology here in a few minutes. Uh, it's a new segment we started doing on Tuesdays and Thursdays in the show. And today's Christinology is more or less about... It's about, basically without giving it away, something you used to do in the past that is embarrassing to think about. All right. Well, this is interesting. So Christinology is just anything going on in Christine's mm -hmm. brain. So that is going to happen here in a few minutes. I've got to tell you about this brilliant idea. I'm just so excited I'm going to talk about it right now. There's a brewery in Virginia called Beals, okay? Again, brewery in Virginia called Beals. Mm -hmm. At the brewery, they have a new beer that's trending really huge right now, and it's uh, named after something an angry customer had emailed them after the manager asked him to wear a mask. So this customer's in the brewery. Manager says you have to put a mask on. The name of the beer, the, the name of the beer, is called. You know, I'm going to tell you what it's called here in just a second. There's even a typo in it because the guy made a typo in his complaint email. It's hysterical. But here's the manager talking about it. It is directed towards me for sure. I was the so-called, you know, we had to end up calling the cops on him because he would not leave the premises and he also assaulted a staff member. The only way that we could, at least on our side, was through beer. We decided to support our staff for the backlash that they have been receiving basically by labeling it. No other perfect way to stand up for all of the people that have been pretty much like abused during all of this. Yeah, it's a great idea. Then we're going to turn this into a quick Connie and Fish game. Okay. Christine and Steve. The name of the beer is after something that was in his complaint email. The complaint email is about the manager. Now, I will say this. You don't have to, if you get the grammar, like he made a gra grammatical mistake, you don't have to get that part right. But I'm curious to see if you guys could figure out what it's called. Steve, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's probably right, but I was hoping it would be duck, you, and that the autocorrect. Oh, because <laughs> he was. Up. Yeah. Because so it'd be. Mm. It's not an autocorrect thing. Your your answer is duck you and wrong. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, duck you. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> uh, uh, well thank you. Uh, I was thinking the mean route as well, so I'm gonna say a whole amber. A-hole amber? Amber ale. A-hole amber ale. That's a really good solid guess. I like that. The, the, they, they wanted to support, the, that was the brewer that was talking about how we support our staff. They uh, they named this beer after manager, and it's flying off the shelves. And it's called Your Manager is B-Word. <laughs> so he forgot the missing A there was apparently, because it should say Your Manager is A. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but now it's just Your Manager is that. 
Uh, the man, the missing A there was apparently a typo in his email, mm-hmm. and that the manager was like, "Yeah, it's flying off the shelves. They love it." That is hilarious. So if you're anywhere near Virginia, you go on vacation. Obviously, you know that if you plug the app into your car, you could listen to us on CarPlay everywhere. But if you go on vacation, apps free in your app store. Make sure if you go to Virginia, you get yourself a good sixer of your manager is B word. Mm, I wonder available. what kind of beer it is. Yeah, it's, I, I didn't get that deep into oh, okay. it. Yeah, I don't really care. The blonde ale, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Much like the manager, a hot blonde ale mm-hmm. with a nice tush. Is that a beer phrase? <laughs> sure. It Thank is you. Now. All right. As far as nice tushes go, Christineology is next. There's a segue. I'm <laughs> mixed ninety five seven. Okay. Christineology is diving into Christine's brain. We started it last week. We want to get to know her a little bit, as now Christine is a full-time member of the show. Connie lost her battle with cancer earlier this year. We're still doing Connie and Fish Rewinds, in case you're not in the know. Connie of Connie and Fish, my friend and mentor of twenty over 25 years. So Christine now, a part of the show full-time, as we've learned earlier, sleep is not her friend. No, yeah. <laughs> not at all. Uh, we wanted to do Christineology so we could see what's really going on up in that noggin of hers. Mm-hmm. So here we go. Nope. Nope. <laughs> from my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand Christine? All right. Facebook memories. They're fun to look back at and see what you were up to years ago. But as you're scrolling, scrolling through, there it is. Your face staring back at you and your lips pursed up. Yes, what? it's the dreaded duck face. Oh, God. <laughs> so many duck faces. It was one after another. Some were just me, others with friends, but they all had one thing in common. They were cringeworthy. Then I started dissecting the pictures. I'm wearing an Abercrombie and Fitch t-shirt <laughs> oh God. with the iconic Tiffany Hart necklace, my bug-eyed designer sunglasses, and the cherry on top of it all... The duck face. And then I realized, OMG, I was such a basic B. That's, oh my God, by the way. <laughs> this was basic before basic. The duck face, or kissy face as some call it, symbolizes the time of the mid to late 2000s when picking your top eight on MySpace was the biggest decision of your day. Taking your digital camera everywhere was vital, and every girl wanted to be BFFs with Paris Hilton. That time period did make up a major part of my young adulthood, and there are lots of fun memories to go along with it. But one thing I can confidently say I've left in the past is the duck face. What's something you used to do that you're now embarrassed by? <laughs> I am so I am so grateful the duck face is over, Christine. Oh my I remember gosh. Connie and I talking about that on the air, talking about that on the air before saying this is like it, it is weird. And those duck face. Ex- explain the what internet. the duck face is, though, for those that may not know. Like I said, some people call it the kissy face. Mm-hmm. So your lips are pursed up and yeah. Sucking or in your cheeks. Sucking old man. in your cheeks and your your face is tilted up and your lips are, are yep. <laughs> Steve has a good, has a good yeah. one. <laughs> and your lips are up and it's just, it's embarrassing. So, there were so many duck face pictures, guys. As a gentleman that used to do freelance <laughs> photography and I was the award-winning photo editor yes. of my high school yearbook and newspaper, I didn't know if you knew that or not. But taking it from an up angle will make you look thinner. Tilting your head up makes you look yeah. thinner. Sucking in your face makes you look thinner, but the problem is, years later, it looks like you ate some sour candy <laughs> when you look at these damn right? photos. They're so embarrassing, and like I said, it was just one after another. 
me, my friends, all of us, just yeah. duck face after duck face. And you probably took suction away from your life. <laughs> you're going to have su- trouble sucking through a straw when you retire. Good Lord. Now's the time when we do a little thing we call the Connie and Fish Rewind. This is Connie of Connie and Fish, whom we lost earlier this year to cancer. And this is about her favorite meme, Steve? This is about her favorite meme. And this was, I, I forget if this was a rando text though or a text question of the day. But um, we were talking about drawing on eyebrows, and this is a I meme. actually can now, <laughs> I can see the story. This is going to be fun. Yeah, this is her favorite meme of all time. I wish that he knew that I have no eyebrows. What? What? <laughs> uh, then I wouldn't have to get up early every day and put them on. Oh, I have a friend a, who do does that. that. Can you really do that? Put on fake eyebrows? Well, you don't like glue them on. You just draw them on with makeup. Well, with doesn't he know that you have eyebrow makeup? Pencil. I mean, you can tell. There's a difference. Like, <laughs> yours are not makeup. There's hair there. I could come pull your eyebrow hair. One of my favorite memes, other than the panda one of all time, is this meme that says something like, um, he wiped her tears away. And with them came her eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, oh my gosh. I don't, I would, I would not want, I, I just wouldn't, I, you would know. Just let them know. Well, not necessarily. No, I think any guy would know. I can tell the difference between hair and How makeup. How often do you touch Alicia's eyebrows? No, I can visually tell the difference between hair and makeup. Like your eyebrows <laughs> are hair. I'm looking right at them. Yours are hair too, right, Jenny? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Jerry, Jerry. You can get, there's so many ways you can put fake eyebrows, not like put them on, but like with makeup, you can, you brush them and make them look, yeah. You can fluff them up. I get that. And you could make it look, you know. I just, you could tell what hair, what is hair and what is not. (laughs) It's a, honey, just let, just open up. He knows. He probably doesn't, I mean, I can't speak for him. I don't know him, but would you care? I wouldn't care. No. It'd it, it creep me out a little at first, though. It'd be weird at first. Like, it'd creep me out. Well, like, we have a friend who she gets up and puts her eyebrows on every day. You I can't, know. She has eyebrows, little teeny ones. Like little baby eyebrows. But they're, like, white. You can't see them. It's like, like blonde white, and you can't see them, and it drives her it drives her crazy. It's like she had eyebrows when she was born, and then her, her eyebrows stopped growing, and her body and face did kept growing, and she has little <laughs> eyebrows, and she does it great the right way. No, she, yeah, she does. But sometimes some of them people like some people shave them off now and like do that. Yeah, like what, what are you doing that for? Maybe they like it. Maybe yeah. they like having control over the shape of them. The bald eyebrow eagle. I'm not into that. I'm just not. The I don't. Bald eyebrow eagle. That's what it's called. And then if you're in a bad mood, you can just draw them slanted inward, and then you just look angry all day. Yeah. <laughs> or, or you can do them upward, and you look shocked. Okay. <laughs> the text question of the day is a real fun one. You can text in and message via the app. Mix 95.7 Grand Rapids in your app store. You should download it. We're about to give some cool stuff away. What about your job do you have to do but don't feel like doing most of the time is today's TQOTD. We've gotten a ton of answers for the text question of the day today, so you can send in right now and uh, keep that handy. By the way, you can also press call now on that app. It'll get you right into the studio. You may want to do that for this rando text up. Rando texto message via Apple free download in the Apple Store. Okay, today's Rando texto 
is already blowing up on the social media. Big time. But uh, Christine, what are we looking at? It's a juicy one. My husband and I are getting a divorce because he had an affair. He has moved in with her. My sister says I should do everything in my power to become friends with the mistress because I will need her on my side as my ex and I co-parent our teenage girls. My sister says I can use and manipulate the mistress to get my ex-husband to do what I want. My mom says I shouldn't have anything to do with the woman. Who is right, my sister or my mom? Okay, so you're looking at two things here. Sister's pretty smart, by the way. Uh, I'll just tell you where I'm gonna probably go right out of the gate. So you got the sister saying, involve the mistress in your life, maybe use and manipulate whatever to help because you're gonna need that. You are gonna need that in the future with your kids now that you're getting a divorce. And I'm so sorry for what you're going through. On the flip, the mom's like, don't even talk to her, home wrecker. Yeesh. Is that more or less accurate, Christine? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, she said my mom says I should have nothing to do with the woman. Because the mom is mad and protective. Steve, what do you think? I'm on the mom side for this one. I say forget that mistress. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. You call her a mistress. I know. That she put it in quotes. Right? Yeah, forget her. <laughs> mom side, 100%. Christine? Uh, I don't side with either mom or well, you have to sister. I don't have to. I think she should put her children first. So she needs to think about how to approach this for their daughter's sake. Um, She's asking I do us to think pick a side. Uh, well, I don't agree with either. I do think she should be civil with the other woman. Okay. Especially if this woman is going to be in her daughter's lives moving forward. Okay. So I do think um, not having cattiness between them is wise and being civil. I don't think she should play a manipulation game, yeah. but she should be friendly with her. But I also don't agree with the mom and saying have nothing to do with her because that just means she's she doesn't exist. And she unfortunately... In this situation, she does. I say unfortunately because of the way things uh, panned out. Now, the last sentence of this uh, rando texto again says what? The last sentence. My mom says I should have nothing to do with the woman who is right, my sister or my mom. Because the sister's saying she should uh, use and manipulate the mistress to get what she wants. But, (laughs) But who is right, the sister or the mom? You've got I just you got to pick one. She wants to I, know. I already gave my opinion though. But you, we I, we can't go down the middle. She wants to know who is right. Uh, I mean Who is more right? Uh, maybe maybe the sister's a little more right just because I don't think she should not have anything to do with a woman. All right, Becky is 34 years old and what's your take on this? Well, I think this, that they should that you I think that um that I'm going to have to go with the mom on this one. Because if you're not, you know, wife, you know, husband and wife, why would you do? Why would you talk to the other person anyway? They yeah. have kids. They have kids. That's the problem. Is it's the kids? Oh yeah. It's they the have kids. They, they can't, she can't just cut them out of her yeah. life. You gotta, you gotta hold on to them somehow because of the kids. Today's rando texto again, just to set it up real quick. Husband actually cheated on the wife with mistress, and now he's going to marry the mistress, or he's with or he, the mistress. Or he moved in with her. He's living with the mistress, which yeah. means they're, what you say, teenage daughters? Yeah, they've got teenage girls. And two teenage girls. Sister says, buddy up with this mistress. Suck it up, buttercup. You got to be able to manipulate this mistress to kind of get things your way. This is going to be a rocky road. Mom says, ew, eat triple dubs. Don't talk to the mistress. Yeah. I wouldn't even, like, give her the time of day. Which is almost be mean. I mean, the mistress did 
knowingly break up your marriage. There is that factor as well. Real quick, before we go to some more texts and emails on this rando texto, Erin, what do you think? Um, I went through a nasty divorce. Okay. And he was with another woman, and I was leaning towards the mom's side. I really was. I wasn't going to have anything to do with her. She had gotten pregnant. I was, I was done. Yep. But we had two kids. So it became, over the years, we've been divorced about 10 years now, and it became, you know, okay, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to play nice with her, and now we're actually really civil. There you go. Um, but you know, I, I understand what the mom is saying. You know, don't have anything to do with her because she's a home wrecker and she ruined your life. And I really feel bad for this woman going through this because it's really tough. But I really think that she needs to. She's gonna have to bite the bullet, and she's gonna have to play nice. Yeah, that's kind of big. Go more the sister route necessarily. Maybe not manipulate right away, but at least have that in your hip pocket, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Perfection. Okay, thank you, Aaron. You guys want to weigh in all the ways for this rando texto. Do it now. OMG. Rando texto message via Apo, free download in the Apo store. Okay, so Christine, the rando texto that you shared with us today, and uh, by the way, we appreciate all of your rando textos that you send in, like yesterday's, for example. Yesterday, we got a rando texto from a member of the Click of Six who was talking about uh, the fact that she's going to get married and she doesn't want to invite her sister to the wedding, but the dad's throwing a fit about it because her sister's a handful and always makes it all about her. Well, she followed up with us, and we love it if you do that every time, please. Said I've read about everybody's feedback and listened to this segment, and I appreciate you guys doing the uh, Randall texto for me. I think my response to my dad will be along the lines of that I heard from him in his lecture, but it's more important uh, that it's more important to him that my sister be at the wedding than it is for me to enjoy my day. Mm-hmm. I'm not uninviting my dad, but I do not want I do want a wedding I will enjoy, so I'm going to put I'm not going to put any weight on his anger. If he's mad, then he's mad, and I can't control that. Thank you, everybody in the Click of Six, for your feedback. There you awesome. go. All right. So she will not be inviting her sister. Good. Stick to your guns. And uh, it sounds like she might uninvite her dad. Today's rando text, though, isn't about a wedding. It's about a divorce. It is. So a woman and her husband are getting divorced because he cheated on her. He has moved in with the other woman. And this woman who texted us. Uh, said that her sister is saying she should do everything to become friends and manipulate the other woman so she can get her way. Um, And then her mom is saying, nope, you should have nothing to do with the woman. By the way, they do have two teenage daughters. That's the hook. Yeah. Like, if there was no kids, everybody would be saying, why are you going to talk to this dude? Yeah, exactly. Boy, boy, bye. (laughs) Yeah, is what I think you were about to say. Boy, bye. All right, Tracy, well, you actually have a take on this. I... You're upset that people have been calling this mistress a homewrecker. Is that accurate? Yes, that's true, because she, what I said to um, Steve was that it wasn't her home. It wasn't her vows. It wasn't her family that, you know, it was his. Yeah. So why do we always just jump on the woman and be like, oh, it's all her fault? It isn't. It is absolutely 100% his fault. Well, Not 100%, because she, she did have some, you know, party in this but if you're going to be able to talk to your ex-husband the woman might come and go it's like you don't even need to she's not the reason the marriage fell apart it was him he did it so okay you need to have a good relationship between everybody if she can now it's not always possible 
But if she wants to try to be a better role model for her daughter, she shouldn't be blaming the woman because it's the dad's fault. Okay, because a brother in pain texted in and said, this is why you should never trust women. Good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> so, Tracy, I think a, a lot of people are going to ask this question, and I, and I hope you don't mind if I ask, and if I offend, I'm sorry. But have you been a mistress before? No, I haven't. And I'm not but talking I about did, the type that uh, I'm not talking about the type that Steve sees like on oh. Sunday nights at five. <laughs> I'm talking about like the other woman. Like you have been divorced though, but you haven't been a mistress. No, I haven't been a mistress. Never. And I um and my husband ex husband started dating as soon as I left the house. And I'm not mad at her. That was his choice. Yeah. You know, right. we had an unhappy marriage. It fell apart. He started dating. I don't have any issue with his new girlfriend. And I'm not saying it's the same situation. I understand why she's mad, but I just get cringy when I all I hear is, "Oh, she's the homewrecker. She's the homewrecker." But it wasn't her home. It was his home. He wrecked it. Yeah. That's a great point. Tra- Tracy makes an excellent point. We're so quick to Thanks, jump to jump on the other person when it's like, "Hold up, hold up. Let's look at the main per your person who messed up. Yeah, but Christine, if your fantasy world came true and you got your hands on the ginger ninja, you know that I'm actually with somebody. So like it's <laughs> you are, you know, some people would say girl code or whatever. Be careful what you wish for, it could happen to you. But picking a lane, the woman wants to know, should she follow her sister's advice and befriend this mistress, thus being able to kind of manipulate the situation, or should she listen to her mother and have nothing to do with it? The more that I hear this and the more I think of it, because I was like yeah, buddy up with the mistress and do that. However, I mean, like Tracy said, it's not her fault, but 100% her fault. It is definitely, I think, 30 to 40%, in my opinion, her fault because she knew what was going on. He was definitely more than 50% yeah. at fault. Like a brother in pain said, it's truly the guy's fault. Most times the new woman doesn't know anything until later on in the new relationship, but eventually she knew. And if, you know, so if you're going to end up with that person, be ready for that issue so now i'm starting to think like kind of be like the mom and don't pay her any attention i wouldn't be rude to her but i wouldn't be nice to her like the sister suggested so like my idea kind of changed throughout the course of this rando texto and members of the click of six are just saying say hi to her and move on like yeah lots going of people are saying be be civil um for the kids sake and there's no reason to manipulate but you should totally be civil some people said uh I would completely leave myself out of it. As someone said, I'm divorced because of the same situation. I'll be divorced eight years this July. I have had nothing to do with the other woman. They're married now. I will not have anything to do with her. I talk to my ex when I have to. Uh, I've let my kids decide if they want to have a relationship with their dad and her, but I have nothing to do with her. Wow. Okay. And that effect, that does, and more power to you if that's the way you want to handle your situation, but that does affect the kids in the long run too because mm-hmm. they see that kids are smarter than we think in some situations personally my favorite say my favorite text that we got from somebody it was actually a message via the app which is a free download by the way and you can interact with the station and it's great but you know the drill right about this rando text though just to wrap this up my favorite message via the app that we got Uh is from a brother in pain and what he suggested to this woman who again her husband left her dude uh, is now with the girl that he was hooking up with on the side side piece if you will He's with her, and he's living with her. They have two teenage daughters, and the best thing you can possibly do is start making up weird nicknames for him, which is what somebody suggested via the app. They suggested, I think maybe maybe he wears small mittens or something, 
by calling him Little Pinky. <laughs> so like, hey, Little Pinky. Oh, hey, hey, Cheryl. Uh, little Pinky, don't forget the kid's got to do this. Like, and she's going to wonder why you're calling him that. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I thought that was really funny. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. All right, here's what we're going to do. We are going to do totes trending. We are going to have this totes trending segment. And then as I promised Steve earlier today, before we do the text question of the day, we are going to do a massive pop-up dance party. <gasps> so totes a trending. massive? A massive pop-up dance party. Not a full, but it's pop-up. It's not the whole dance yeah, party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is tomorrow at 9 o'clock. So I'm looking at the clock right now. Do totes trending, go away for a minute, do traffic, then boom, pop-up dance party. Whoop, 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 whoop. I am ready. So let's start with this naked guy. So a, a naked dude in Alabama pulled a Terminator. Now, do you remember the movie Terminator? Yeah. Do you remember when Arnold, I'll be back, mm-hmm. he lands, and, it, and this is like in the late 90s or early 90s, whenever the movie the came out. The graphics were awesome. <laughs> and then he pops up there, yeah. and he's naked. Yes. Mm-hmm. You remember that scene? Okay. I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) Then he gets, he walks out with your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. Yes. And his muscles are covered for the chili ray out with his face, head, and neck. Anyway, so this dude in Alabama broke into a car at 3 a.m. on Tuesday to steal clothes. When the cops got there, they found him walking down the street wearing the clothes. Uh, So, yeah, this dude stole my brown hoodie that says... High school logo, 2004. Uh, there he is, walking around in your clothes. So he was naked, broke into someone's car. But well, I'm not saying he their- was naked or he's from the future, but I'm not saying he's not. <laughs> Do you understand? That's so weird. Or so then- he's from the future. Or from the future. He's a Terminator. We- we'll go with that one. It's a cooler story. But they arrested him. Yeah. So... And he, he's still in jail? The Terminator. He hasn't, he hasn't yeah. broken out? He ain't no, no. Terminator. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's a discount Terminator. Generic brand Terminator. I just steal your clothes and then I do nothing. <laughs> ah, your wedding. That's right, that beautiful day where you're going to walk down the aisle and you're going to look at the end of the aisle and you're going to cross your fingers. That you're happy to see that dude on the other side of that aisle. He's going to stand at the other side of the aisle and he's going to look down the aisle and he's going to see you and he's going to be like, yeah, I love her. What, what? I'm so happy to be married to her. Because men, typically, strategically speaking, once they get married, never have any doubts. It's only the women that have the doubts, Fish said sarcastically. But sometimes there's omens. There's things that happen and you go, when we get married? Yeah. I think this was an omen. A bridal party's limo in Las Vegas on the way to their wedding. Well, here's their parents talking about it. As soon as the air conditions kicked in, they popped, pop, 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 pop. And it started bailing smoke. It was engulfed in smoke. It was a matter of minutes to where you saw flames inside the cab, and then the windows blew. It was traumatic. I was crying the whole time over at the wedding. Yeah, they That's caught terrifying. fire. If I am riding in the limo on the way to my wedding and it catches fire, I'm going to pause. Yeah. I mean, I know you're sure, I'd, but I'd, I mean, I'd go to the hospital yeah. at least. But, but I'm at least gonna pause. Plus, you're in Vegas, right? Yeah. So you can always do it in like six hours or whatever. Exactly. But I'm definitely gonna pause and go. Yeah, I don't know if I should be doing this at least for a second. What do yeah. You know? This this poses an interest, This poses an interesting question because I totally believe in the whole omen thing. Yeah. I'm curious if anyone like saw or 
or felt or thought that there was an omen on their wedding day or prior to their well, wedding I know day. one person for sure that had that happen. I know, right? His Who's name is be? Steve. Yeah. I mean, there wasn't a hurricane on my wedding day or anything, <laughs> and we were having an outdoor wedding. Yeah. Well, you guys are happily married. <laughs> we are. <laughs> knock on wood. Uh, no need to knock on wood. Yeah, at some point we need to have my conversation about that new Netflix show. Might change your marriage. Oh, boy. Yeah. It is a good question. It's definitely one we can get to the future, but Christine, time constraints. Time constraints. Bingo. And honestly, we need to take a minute and uh, really have a conversation about this right now. So here, as we here at Connie and Fish like to pause for the cause and talk about this. Unemployment, rent and mortgage payments, health care costs, and putting food on the table. These are difficult times trying to survive during the pandemic, and that can only mean one thing. Betting on March Madness. Yes, legalized sports betting is booming, and this is your big chance to finally get out of debt. So join the 47 million other suckers and waste your remaining dollars on the possibility of beating the Vegas odds. Good luck and see you at the homeless shelter. March Madness starts today. 37 million Americans will fill out brackets this year. That's down about 8% from 2019, by the way. Interest in the tournament in general is up slightly. 26% of people say they're extremely interested or very interested in watching. Two years ago, it was 23%. 42% of college basketball fans say they followed games more closely this year because pandemic. Yeah. They're just bored. bored. Uh-huh. Steve, your bracket's ready to go? Uh, not yet. I'm going to fill it out this afternoon. All right. So, you, But do you know where you're going to go with it? Uh, I mean, you're Michigan. Not 100% yet. I mean, I, I normally I do a couple of brackets, uh, and I make Michigan State winning in one of them. Yeah. You're not, not doing do that, that this year? year. No. no. <laughs> Christine and Steve went to Michigan State. I grew up in East Lansing, and, you know, so it's kind of funny. It's all like knowing that area, but I would still – I wasn't a giant Michigan State fan. I'm more of a U of M fan because I, <gasps> I – oh, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. I lived there. You guys visited for four years. Well, yeah. Steve for two or whatever, five. Or five. Did you – Oh, yeah, you did graduate. Yeah. All right. I, of for, course you graduated. Uh, for some reason, I thought you... When did you go to radio school? Before or after? After. Uh, oh, that, was, that's, mm-hmm. that was money well spent. I mean, like, I'm glad you're in radio, but uh, doesn't that make you kick yourself sometimes that you could have saved those five years? No. And your front teeth nope. that you lost in a weird bar thing? Yeah, but that was after I, I'd already graduated. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Okay, so you've lived. 31 million people will bet on the games. Just under 18 million will bet online. With legal sports booking going on everywhere yeah. now, I mean, this is becoming a huge year for March Madness. Will you bet at all, just for fun, Christine, on Michigan State? Uh, Probably not. No? No. It's not your gig? <laughs> no. See, I wouldn't bet on Michigan State if they were going to win because I grew up there, and I love East Lansing, but bushy college students, when you're a high school student working a job, uh-huh. turns you off to a college. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I couldn't have gotten into Michigan State. I definitely couldn't have gotten into U of M. But if, had I could have gotten into Michigan State, I probably still wouldn't have went there. Plus, it would have been just because like, you lived in the area. No, in- because I didn't like the bushy college students. Oh. And I was turned off by the college. But also, <laughs> you're right, getting away from your parents. Yeah. I mean, I went to Central. I was only an hour and a half away. But it's still, it's still away. Yeah. It's, thank it's a God. new experience. Yeah. It's one of the main reasons why I went to Michigan State as well. To be close, but not too close. Yeah, I, I had a full ride to Wayne State, and I was like, no. Nah. 
I think I'm going to go to Michigan State instead. Oh, excuse me. I was just thinking, <laughs> oh, full ride. Christine, excuse me. I had a full ride to Wayne State because I'm super smart. Mm-hmm. Well, my parents are flush. They're buying me David Yerman Hyman rings, whatever they're called. Yeah, they could pay for my college. They could pay for my college. <laughs> Were your parents responsive to that at all? At least you had a full ride to uh, UW. Uh, uh, Madison, which was... I mean, they uh, were supportive. Obviously, they would have had me stay at home and just commute to Wayne State. And, and save pay, and tens save of thousands of yeah. dollars. But I chose to go to Michigan State. And even though I did nothing with my degree, I regret nothing. Because I had the same path as Steve. I went to radio school after. What if they... I never we went, went to, to all the same school. Oh, I know. It's really From weird. Elementary. elementary school through radio trade <laughs> school actually after true. college. They grew up in the same part of Detroit and went to all the schools. I, though, <laughs> the one that's running the show, never went to radio school. My degree is in business. Mm-hmm. How weird is that? How's your radio school working now, B-words? <laughs> I mean, fine. I'm in radio. Yeah, yeah okay. That's fine. I'm just I'm fine. <laughs> Text question of the day today, though, is what it's all about. And we'll post that up on the website later. What about your job? Do you have to do, but don't feel like doing most of the time? You know, we, we had so many great responses. and But this text question of the day, the birth of it, if it was a little baby. Mm-hmm. Well, this baby came out of Christine. Because of out Christine. Of my, out of my brain, yeah. specifically. Yeah, Christineology is a segment we're doing on the show now. It's uh, what's going on in Christine's brain. And you're just a little frustrated about blogging on the website yes yes yeah. because we have to do two a day no matter what every single day and i was just airing out my frustrations which sparked today's tqotd yeah so text question of the day what about your job do you have to do but you know really don't feel like doing it most of the time a lot of people said uh be nice to people working okay well that's that's <laughs> your job <laughs> Uh, showing up, somebody said I'm a nurse and charting is the worst part of my day. I'm assuming that's when you're planning yep. out everybody's stuff. Mm-hmm. Cleaning and changing poopy diapers and being on call 24-7. Is that a parent? It's either a parent or or I'm hospice trying to think. <laughs> or something. Yeah, because a daycare really doesn't, you're not going to be on call for 24 hours a day. Yeah, that's that what I'm saying. I think it's either parent huh. or hospice. Yeah. Hamburger. More respect to you. Text question of the day today. You can text in and message via the app. What about your job? Do you have to do, but don't feel like doing most of the time? Let's go right into the top five-ish. And why are we going into the top five-ish, Christine? Time constraints due to management. Yeah, <sighs> there we go. Extra reporting since COVID and uh, going in on the, the third shift for employee meetings. Ugh. Who has third shift employee meetings? That sounds horrible. Third shift is overnight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. E- www times 100 yeah ew. <laughs> washing dishes somebody said having to do other people's jobs daily because they don't get it done and i do okay <laughs> text question of the day again we're gonna get we're into the top five ish uh a very very fun text question of the day today what about your job do you have to do but don't feel like doing most of the time now why is it fun because it make, makes me feel better about my life there you go because <laughs> i'm not changing poopy diapers and i'm not on call 24 7 yeah, exactly even though it's felt like in the past six months or so so somebody said being nice to creepy dudes that hit on me and co-workers i just work here so you're saying you don't want to get hit on interesting i wonder where she works Hmm. <laughs> Don't tell us. Yeah, right. She'll come find you. Yeah, no, right. Seriously. <laughs> uh, let's go to number four. What about your job? Do you have to do, but don't feel like doing most of the time? Nothing. I love all of my job. No sarcastic comments here. 
to come bite me in the rear. <laughs> okay, really? <laughs> oh, look at me. I'm a member of the Click of Six, and I'm happy at work. <laughs> Number two. We just skipped three. Three. <laughs> what about your job do you have to do but don't feel like doing most of the time? Changing my five-weeks-old son when he wakes up at 5 a.m. I love him, but I could definitely do without the peeing everywhere this, uh, the minute the second diaper comes off. <laughs> Ew. It's, and then she went on to say, hashtag not the shower I wanted. No. No, that is not that is naughty shower. Number two. What about your job do you ha have to do but don't feel like doing most of the time? Karen's too many Karen's. Ugh. That's the worst. That is the worst. We used to call them Joyce's here before Karen's mm -hmm. became trending. Exactly. <laughs> and finally, for the text question of the day, el numero uno. What about your job do you have to do but don't feel like doing most of the time? And please, let's stop the show and think about what this poor, poor member of the Click of Six has to do every single day. I haven't done this in at work in, God, I can't even remember. They have to wear pants. <laughs> I'm not wearing pants right now. I'm wearing uh, like slicks. Are they yeah, pants? I mean, technically, mm -hmm. I'm not wearing pants. I'm wearing what are considered lounge pants. So, like lounging at home pants. Yeah, my grandma used and to wear I'm those. I'm wearing them to work. <laughs> You're wearing the same ones my grandma used to wear. Mm, your grandma was yeah. stylish. <laughs> Very flowered yes, with the little yellow buses on them. They're Christine's pants. <laughs> That's what we need to do every day, Steve, is like. Totally say the opposite. Christine is very fashionable. Totally say the opposite of whatever she's wearing. That's so funny. Like, right. Bright blue pants with yellow school buses on them. <laughs> and there's a hole in the butt. And you can see granny panties popping out. It's super hot. Doug I, I feel that person, though. Wearing pants is a struggle. Yeah, I know. Especially, can you imagine if we worked in a real job? No. Where we had to dress up every day for work? No, no right? No. I, I wouldn't take a job for that, Elise, to be honest. Elise, would love it if I had to do that. She's always like, I just, in my God, you've broken me down. Just wear a button-up. Please, just wear a button-up <laughs> with your stupid slicks. Just um, do that. Just wear a button-up for me. She's just jealous. Well, no, she used to love guys. She likes guys in suits. She mm. likes to dress up. Yeah. She's not like you that way. She wants to dress up. Mm -hmm. She loves when she has to go to a real estate meeting. It's nice once in a while when you have a reason to dress up, but I could not. I could not do it every day. No, no way no. either. No. And then you got to wear I, a cup and then because... <laughs> Mm -hmm. Interesting, a cup. Did you guys not do that when you were worked in a real job? Mm, I've never worked in a real job. So. Oh, yeah, you don't want to do it. You're going to have to wear a cup, Steve, because it feels like you get kicked in the junk every day. Uh, trust no. me. <laughs> so imagine, if you can, uh, that we take an imaginary plane or bus ride down to Denton, Texas, okay? We go into a restaurant in Denton, Texas. So now we're in the, the South, where your kin is your family. I learned that when my... Uh, Brother-in-law married a woman from Texas. We're all kin, Fish. Uh -huh. This is my brother, and he's your kin. They definitely yeah. have that southern hospitality, for sure. So you're deep down there, and you're in Denton, Texas. You're at a restaurant, and you decide, I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm just going to take it off. I'm going to sit there. I'm going to eat my dinner. And your bill is, I don't know, for math's sake, let's say 50 bucks. Okay. All right. All of a sudden, the bill comes to your table. Says 100 bucks. Hmm. You're like, what? Why? What's going on? Owner of the restaurant comes over and says, yeah, you didn't read the sign in the front of the restaurant. I'm charging an extra $50 to everybody who will not comply with the mask rule. So did they go, so they went in without a mask? 
Yeah, she, she the, the owner is tired of, quote, having to explain why masks are mandatory. If I have to hear why you disagree with me, I'm just going to charge you 50 extra dollars for not wearing your mask. Wow. Now, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, actually, it's 50 if you just don't wear it. And if you disagree, he charges 75. No way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oof. It's a brilliant idea, but I don't know how he Talk can stick you with it. Milking it. Yeah, I don't know how he can. I, I mean, more power to him. Yeah. It is his business, right? That's the constant argument. Yeah. But again, I don't know how you could stick with. it. I'd be like, not paying it. Right. Not paying it. I'm really curious how that would work. I feel like a lawsuit would ensue. Well, you know, if you're from Denton, Texas, you have a lot of kin folk there, uh-huh. so maybe they could sit you down, and your kin could do the math for you why you just spent. 150 bucks on a $75 tab because you got a yippee flap. Just wear the mask. When you sit down to dinner, you can take it off. Yeah. Well, maybe you can't in Texas. You just got to put the food underneath the mask. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got this list in front of me of uh, the uh, first world problems. Now, define what first world problems means to you, Christine. Uh... First world problem is a problem we experience, but it's so minute compared to like actual big problems yeah. <laughs> in everyday life or like, oh my that God, some I, people go through. Oh my God, I stubbed my toe. And then you're looking at the person who's like, that's terrible. Or, I'm sorry. I'm on my way to chemo. Guarantee this is a huge first world problem for a lot of us. Slow internet. Or your Netflix freezes up. Well, that's actually what we're about to get into are the top 10 first world problems that we've had during the past year. One of them being number 10 actually on the list, Netflix freezing up. No way. But yeah, that's actually on the list. Like, it's terrible. It's like, oh, my Netflix, this is terrible. Long delays when you get food delivered. Mm-hmm. COVID, first world problems. Mm-hmm. Not being able to wear most of the clothes in your closet because of, quote, quote COVID weight. Yep. Or utilizing all my makeup. Yeah, figuring out what to eat for every meal. This mm-hmm. is exhausting. Someone else didn't change the toilet paper roll when they used it up. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. Right? I get stuck in that situation all the time. Mm-hmm. Even here at work. I'm like, come on. Yeah. Give me a break. Your package is arriving late. Oh, good Lord. I Like Norm, <laughs> Norm and Renee, Norm specifically, the neighbor will call. I think he's just looking for an excuse to call, but it will be like, yeah. hey, did I? You have your idea packages dropped on your porch that say our name? No. It's like a day late, and it's Renee's wondering. Sorry. <laughs> it's so funny. So many people get worked up over their, their packages. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so funny. So funny. Uh, waking up and not being sure what day it is. First world problem that we mm-hmm. had in the past year is hopefully we're on the tail end of the significant amount of COVID crap, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, not being able to hear or understand people when they talk. With a mask on. Oh my gosh, yeah. That is the worst, it without is. a doubt. It's like, then you're you like, say? I'm sorry, what? What'd you say? What? And I'm not trying to get too close to you, but what? Yeah. <laughs> it's awkward. It is. Dirty mask. Uh, Christine had this happen earlier, actually, uh, with her mask on. Your glasses fogging up when you have it on. Mm-hmm. I had a meeting with our, our general manager yesterday to talk about the show and whatnot. And uh, his glasses, he was going over some paperwork stuff, and his glasses fogged up. <laughs> and I wanna, I'm like, dude, am I supposed to have a serious conversation with you? I know, I was going to say, how can you take <laughs> yeah. them seriously? And you don't want to say anything. It's almost like they're flies down, like, except you know when your glasses fog up and you don't necessarily know when your fly's down. 
You know Wouldn't what I'm you want someone to tell you though? That or your if glasses you have are fogging your, up. You know, if you have something in your teeth or you have something on your face. Depends on the situation and how they tell you. I guess. Hey, Christine, you got lettuce in your teeth. <laughs> yeah, you know, across the hall. <laughs> rather than just whispering it. And finally, the number one first world problem that people have had in the past year because of the pandemic: bad weather when you want to go on a walk. Uh, and that's this guy. That's 100% me. All yeah. last year, Christine, all before Connie got sick. Complain, complain, complain. <laughs> it's going to rain. I can't go on a walk. Mm-hmm. Woe is me. I'm Steve. That is total first world problem. It is. And then now, occasionally, now that I have Izzy, when it's too cold some nope. days, I can't I'm go fertile. for a walk because she, he's, she's a little baby and mm-hmm. she can't be out in the cold for that Here's long. Here's fertile Fred over here bragging fertile that he makes Fred. babies <laughs> and he can walk. God. You ready to get funky? Shaka Connie, let me dub you Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. 